I'm consistently consistent. Hello and welcome back to Inconsistently Consistent. (laughs) My name is Rachel. And I'm Melanie. And we are a podcast where we kind of talk about whatever is tickling our fancy for the month, day, year, whatever. Time has no meaning anymore. I don't know what day it was. I thought it was Wednesday yesterday, so that tells you how my week is going. Well, I have two concepts of time as an adhd and it is now and not now, and that's about it. So I, I mean, can't ever keep track of time. Yeah, no, I thought it was Wednesday. It's also a short week for us here in Canada and I think the U.S. and maybe other places. I don't know, but most of our listeners are Canadian based on the analytics so yeah, it's are Easter they? this weekend. Yeah, they are. They're the Canadians. Canadians and fellow Canadians. And then the next one is US because I've got friends there that are listening to it consistently. Hey, name of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's also Easter this weekend. I mean, it won't be Easter when this episode comes out, but when we're recording, it's going to be Easter. <laughs> You're breaking the fourth wall. I know. So it's going to be Easter. So uh, like I said, the last weekend, not this weekend. Hang on. Wait. Let's start again. Hi. Welcome back to our podcast. No, no, we can't go back. There's only forward. (laughs) Or so I think. (laughs) There is only Time has no meaning. This is as confusing and straightforward as a Marvel timeline. But that's not this episode. No, that is episode no. six. <laughs> what? You know the number? I do. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I know them. I don't know what's happening. I only know them because I edit them, and so that's how I know the numbers. So it's Wednesday. It's hump day. How was your hump day? <laughs> there was no humping involved. No? No. Let's say there was the, you know, the opposite of humping. I was actually separating people from humping. Oh, I'm a divorce lawyer most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. You are the antithesis, 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 whatever of hump day. Antithesis. Yes. Antithesis Mm -hmm. of hump day. Antithesis. (laughs) um i don't know if you've started watching or have seen but i have been watching the ultimatum on netflix oh i have i've heard about it and i've been wanting to watch it but having to wait week for week for episodes i just can't do it anymore i'm too spoiled with all of them are out now i thought it it said it had to be week for week no i finished episode eight and episode nine and ten are out, so I'm gonna watch episode nine later. And then tomorrow I'm going to my friend Grace's house, and we're going to do a watch party for episode ten because that's the reunion. Wow! And you, then you just back. got me into Too Hot to Handle, and I binge watched the first ep- the first season mm-hmm. of that. I tried to get into the second season, and it it I just couldn't. Yeah, it just didn't have the same same vibe for me. Yeah, the second season's bad. 
I didn't like it as much. Is the third season better? Third season's the one where they lose all the money. Oh. So, yes, it's better. So I would recommend watching that. But yeah, I'm going to have to get into watching The Ultimatum. I was just going to wait until all the episodes were up, though, because I thought it said it was going to come out weekly. I don't know if it was going to, but all of them seem to be out. I think the last two maybe got released this week. So like episode nine and then 10, which is a reunion. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how many episodes they were planning on having, but I guess 10. Rachel, no. I'm usually not the one that keeps us on track because I can't keep anything on track. No. <laughs> but as we know, but isn't this the name of a different episode? We were going to do uh, Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, dating show episode coming yes. up. This episode is not that. This is not that episode. That will be a future dated one. Yes. This episode. Sneak peek. This is a sneak peek. This is a totally planned sneak peek in this episode. Yes. For those of you listening, it was on purpose. Melanie's ADHD is not contagious. Rachel doesn't have it. No. Didn't didn't just like infest her ears. No. And I'm not the voice of reason. No, she is Somehow. not. Somehow. I don't understand how. I don't know. But this is not that episode. Today we're going to take a look into something that is urban legend-y, cryptid-y universe type thing. I'm still the most scared of the fact that I brought us back on track. I know, that's kind of scary. I'm also scared. What is happening? Are we in the Twilight Zone? Yeah, I am. I'm very scared. Did we, like, did we, are, we in a, are we in another universe? Did the multiverse happen? <laughs> Rachel, send help. <laughs> send help. Yes. So, Melanie, I have a question for you. Okay. What do Why you know about, what do you know about skinwalkers? They have skin. Okay. They walk. Okay. That's while it? While they have skin. I know they're Native American shapeshiftery things. Mm-hmm. And they are spooky. Yes. So today, dear listeners, we're going to be discussing skinwalkers. Now, as my lovely, wonderful co-host already mentioned, skinwalkers walk are... With skin. They walk with skin. Yeah, I think <laughs> I've they- covered it. Yeah, and they are a Native American legend that originate from the Navajo tribe. So a skinwalker is actually a harmful witch, and they have the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as animals. They can also possess humans, and we will get into that. So in the Navajo language, and I'm going to butcher this, and I apologize to anybody who is indigenous and knows how to pronounce this. They're called Yi Nadlushi, and it means it goes on all fours. So in the Navajo culture, there are traditional healers, so like what we know as medicine man, medicine man and women, because we are 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and they learn about good and evil magic, and witchcraft is a part 
of the spirituality within the Navajo culture. So it's not something that's seen as like a supernatural thing. It's not something that's seen as bad or that type of thing. Like to them, it's normal. It's like us going down the street and seeing somebody walking their cat. It's normal. Uh, so the people who are... Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> I, I was just going to let you get away with that walking your cat thing. <laughs> that slipped through for a second. Hold on. Hold on. We're talking about skinwalkers turned into animals and you're talking about walking your cat. I said, how do I know it's not a skinwalker, Rachel? I will tell you how you will know. (laughs) We will get there. So uh, in their culture, those who do like the good magic, they're seen as healers. So they're the typical like medicine man and uh, all that stuff those and in their culture witches are seen as evil and they perform twisted ceremonies they can manipulate magic they harness the power of evil as opposed to the ha- power of good because in the environment there's places where powers are present and they can gather them so they do have to learn both they have to learn about the good and the evil some can't handle the responsibility of both so that's how they tend to become corrupt and they kind of choose to become a witch okay so like a skinwalker is a human first Mm -hmm. it's not an animal yes right yeah so it's a human that can turn into an animal yeah that's right and it's a human with magic so like a witch yeah, it's a witch, but it's an it's a witch is how they describe them. It's mm-hmm. an it's an evil witch. The evil witch, or like it can be a good witch. In their culture, if you're if you go into like the evil power, you're seen as a witch. Whereas if you do the good, you're seen as like a healer. Okay. So in their mind, witches equals bad, healer okay. equals good. Okay. Yeah, and it says, like, the medicine men and women, they use the powers to heal and aid community, so they would treat, like, illnesses and help with births and that kind of stuff. Um, those who practice witchcraft, they want to use the forces to cause harm or misfortune to people around them. Mm-hmm. So this type of witchcraft in the Navajo culture is known as witchery way, and they use... I hear a phone... <laughs> They're calling. They're not happy. No, they're not happy. <laughs> That's um, the witchery way. It is the witchery way. They'd be dialing. <laughs> Hello? 333? No, 666. Yeah, 666 witchery way. How can mm-hmm. I help you? Sorry, I would like a refund. Mm-hmm. So Got all the- these human corpses, and not Wait. one of them was a skinwalker. No. I was um, promised human skin. I was promised some nice skin. To um, cover my walker. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a walker covered in human skin. That's what I wanted. A skin covered walker. What I That's what I wanted for? for my auntie. I need it for my Aunt Mabel. Yeah, my Auntie Mabel. Mm-hmm. She wanted a skin walker. Yes. Um, so they use human corpses in various ways. They make tools out of the bones and they use them for concoctions that are used to curse, kill, harm their intended victims. 
So there's a couple other tribes that have their own version of the skinwalker outside of the Navajo. So there's the Pueblo, mm -hmm. the Apache, the Hopi, and the Ute. They all have their own version of skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I found interesting is that skinwalkers can be male or female, but they tend to be more often male. Okay. Which I thought was an interesting. And also they don't really discuss this with outsiders. So say, for example, if we were to speak to somebody who was Navajo um, and ask them about it, they wouldn't speak to us about this because we're outsiders and that's not something they want to share. Mm -hmm. um, we're very white. Yeah, we're super, super white. Like white out white. Like pasty ass white. <laughs> <laughs> like two-ply like, white. Like go for a walk on a cloudy day and get sunburned white. <laughs> Like, is that a sheet of paper? Oh, no, that's Melanie White. <laughs> is that Casper? No, that's just Rachel's legs. Oh, I, had a, I had a swimming student one time when I used to teach swimming. And she used, when she was upset and she, well, not upset, when she just didn't want to do any more swimming, she would go, oh, no, a ghost, and hide under the water. <laughs> because I'm so pale. <laughs> And she would she just like decide she wasn't gonna talk to me anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Oh no, a ghost and just hide under the water. Oh no, a ghost. Mm -hmm. Um so how does one become a skinwalker or why would they want to become a skinwalker? So they need to be initiated by there's a secret society. Mm, um the lizard and, people. Yes coming all around the illuminati yes um, I knew it. <laughs> they gather in dark caves and secluded places and they do that to like initiate members plot activities harm people perform dark ceremonial rites um so in order to become initiated you have to perform the evilest of deeds which is killing a family member often a sibling so you are safe in this case because you are an only child or was i are you a skinwalker, <laughs> Melanie? No, I'm too white, remember? Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. um, so once that's complete, they gain supernatural powers and they can shapeshift into animals. So some of the most common ones are coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears. Mm -hmm. um, they wear the skin of the animal, hence the name. So you were not wrong. They yes. wear the skin. They wear the skin while they walk. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they wear the skull or antlers and they choose the animal depending on the abilities needed for a particular task. So if you needed to be like sly, you'd probably get a fox pelt. If you wanted to be maul something, you'd get a bear pelt, you know, something like that. If you wanted like, to be annoying, you get a coyote. <laughs> mm -hmm. if you want, yeah, if you want to be annoying, you get a Karen skin. <laughs> I said coyote. Yeah, they're pretty much the same. They howl um, a lot and they do like very little damage. Yeah. They ex get in packs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so they can, for that reason, like the Navajo consider it taboo to wear the pelt of a predatory animal. So that's like a predatory animal is like a coyote, a wolf, a fox, cougars, those type of things. But they're okay with wearing like sheepskin, buckskin, that stuff's fine because they're not predatory animals. And as I said, they can take possession of bodies of humans. And they do that if they lock 
if you lock eyes with them, so if you stare at them too long, they will take over your body and make you do and say things that you wouldn't normally do. So you just not get in a staring contest with a witch. Exactly. Is the thing. Just don't get into a staring contest. So you just have to maintain your eyes being closed at all times through all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we learn how to not deal with like lizard people. And I've already forgotten how not to, you know, you know, become a lizard person or be under their spell. Mm-hmm. I think it had something to do with meat. I don't know. I think I'm already a lizard person. I think but, um, we're both lizard people at this point. At this point, we've just got to keep our eyes closed now. Yeah. For the rest of time. We do. Yeah. So don't read your notes, Rachel. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. Sorry. Can't read my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the stories that we, we've got to read the stories we have with our eyes closed from oh. now on to make sure we are no longer going to be at the, the mercy of any skinwalkers. Oh no. Come to take us over. Oh no. How do you know we're not already taken over? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Um, so they're said to engage in necrophilia, which we love that. <laughs> Cannibalism, love that. incest, and they do grave robberies because they need the bones and stuff for their rituals. Just some casual grave robbing. Some casual yeah. grave robbing on a Saturday night, you know? Mm-hmm. good times good times mm-hmm. so they get ten- the skinwalkers get blamed for a lot of struggles and tragedies and there's one in particular i'm going to talk about later it's called the navajo witch purge of 1878 okay hold on they they say they get blamed mm-hmm. for a lot of struggles and tragedies but they're mm-hmm. out there like committing cannibalism incest and grave robberies okay like yep. it seems like it seems like they're like don't like they're whining Okay, they're out there doing those things, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's not me! Oh my god, why are you it's guys? Why me. is my life so hard? And why is my life so hard? It's Jerry. I'm just out here like fucking a corpse, but like you guys are like getting <laughs> mad at me for it. Why you're blaming me for the tragedy? I'm just trying to fuck my corpse wife. Okay, <laughs> my corpse bride is over here." And I'm just robbing graves. Okay? And then I'm just going to go eat some people. But you're blaming me for that tragedy? How dare you? How dare you? End of scene. Yeah. Beautiful. That was... Do you like my valley girl accent? I gave gave to the character. I love it. I I love it. I really felt like that. That's what the character needed. Yes, definitely. I feel that was definitely what they needed. So... You might think, well, I'll just kill a skinwalker. Joke's on you. It sounds like you're getting a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I am. It sounds like it. You're like walking away. I just hear a drawer opening, a zipper. What are you doing? It's part of the bit. Yeah. So you just want to kill a skinwalker. Here's how. I'm doing it right here on the podcast. You can't fucking see it, though. So, you want to kill a skinwalker. <laughs> Guess what? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, not that you can't. It's just they're pretty hard to kill. And a lot of attempts are usually unsuccessful. And also, if you try to kill one, the witch is going to come after you. Yeah, because they're whiny bitches, apparently. Exactly. According to the performance I just gave. Yes. And 
I think the character needs a name. Could you help um, me with that, Rachel? I really, I really can't, I can't think of a name. A name. We gotta think of a whiny person name. Yeah, okay, it's just what Megan. 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 I don't know. I feel like it's not right. Okay. I feel like that's a first draft. Okay. Um, like I feel like she's friends with a Megan. Like maybe mm-hmm. that's her corpse bride's name. <laughs> right. Like, like Valley Girl. Valley Girl Skinwalker. Okay, Valley Girl Skinwalker. Um, Brianna. Yes. I feel it. Yes. That's it. The second draft. You always need to go for a second draft, Rachel. Yeah. It's worth it. She's Brianna now. Brianna. She's she's a Capricorn. (gasps) Yes. She likes long walks on the beach. Yes. Or by the grave. By the grave, sorry, because of the grave robbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either or. She's yeah. with either or. Um, she likes pumpkin spice lattes. Mm-hmm. Those and PSLs. PSLs. And she has a black cat. Yes, that she has deboned. Yes, so it's just it like... It's better in her purse. It's the skin of the cat that she just carries around. It's still alive. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> it's just... It's flubbery in her purse. It's flubbery. <laughs> I'm sorry to my cats who may ever hear this podcast. I would never debone you. <laughs> Brianna would. I would not. Brianna would, but yes. I'm just workshopping this character. I love it. It's great. Okay. Um. So yeah, back to this. That's the death. So... <laughs> If you do successfully kill one, you need help of a shaman because they know spells and rituals that can turn the evil back upon itself. Or you could shoot them with bullets that have been dipped in white ash and they must be shot in the neck or the head. If not, you're not going to kill the skinwalker. Okay. All right. Bullets dipped in white ash. Mm Mm-hmm. So the they always say like werewolves like silver bullet thingy mm-hmm. right and then that's a little bit like the whole stake to the heart for the vampire thingy yeah but the bullets dipped in white ash Mm-hmm. but what about like pre-bullets how did they kill them pre-bullets they Is probably like a, a stake of white white ash or something maybe um i would assume they probably just used the shaman method before guns were invented so the shaman would have done what exactly the shaman would have done a ritual or a spell to kind of turn the evil back on the person so i think that would kind of i don't know if it would like a reverse card yeah the shaman pulls out a uno reverse card and the evil goes oh no yeah so this, so he would have like deboned the skinwalker, uh, <laughs> and put it in their handbag. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna agree with you and say. Sure. 
I'm workshopping this. Yeah, I know. I'm workshopping the whole character. I'm writing a whole new novel series. Yes. Okay, so you're gonna scrap Brianna, your... <laughs> the skinwalker. You're gonna scrap your original. No, novel. no, no, no. It's, it's totally paid for, and I'm totally editing it. So okay. I got like four chapters edited and ready to go. I'm yeah. working on it, That's but right. ep- you know, like novel number two. It's going to be about Brianna the Skinwalker. Yeah, this is the one I'm going to pitch. <laughs> I love it. All no, right. The first so, one was a crime novel. This one, the is follow-up, a, is it's fucked. A, it's a weird, it's just a weird, it's a cryptid novel. So you start a new genre called cryptid fiction. Yeah, it's a, it's like Sex in the City meets <laughs> Supernatural. <laughs> So in it, um, we've got Brianna the Skinwalker. We're going to have to have a Wendigo. So like Wendy the Wendigo. Yeah. Um, we'll have to have like Bigfoot or something like that as well. So they have a little group. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. throw Mothman in there. Yeah. Moth- <laughs> Mothy the Mothman. Yep. Wendy the Wendigo. Mm-hmm. And then Beatrice the Bigfoot. <laughs> and there's got to be like a, like a, like a bartender who's like, I feel like it's got to be like a Sasquatchy kind of character, yeah. like a big, burly type of character with like, mm-hmm. a, like a really deep voice. But yeah. like, no, 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 like, like you think he has a deep voice, but, but he's really, really squeaky. Yes. Yeah. And they call him Maurice. Mm-hmm. TM, TM, TM. Nobody steal this idea from us. We're doing this. God, no, nobody's stealing this. <laughs> no one but me is crazy enough to write this shit. Listen. Okay, true. Point, 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 <laughs> point. Mm. point, point, point. Anyways, you want to hear about the Navajo Witch Purge of 1878? Oh, sure. Okay, so this purge evolved when the Navajo were expelled from their land and they were forced to march to Bosca Redondo, which is Fort Sumner in New Mexico. So basically the white man, AKA us kicked them out of their land mm-hmm. because that's what we do. Yeah. Cause we're horrible. We suck. White people are the worst. We do. Get that on a shirt. Hashtag I mean, white we people. Are. White people are the worst. We are. Um, so they suffered from bad water, failed crops, illnesses, death for four years. Um, and then after four years, I know. Hold hold on. I would just like to just roll it back on that sentence for a second. I'm just going to repeat what you said. Okay. They suffered from bad water, mm-hmm. failed crops, illnesses, and death for four years. Yep. Only death for four years. Yep. So their death was over after four years. Pretty much. So they come back after four years? Yeah, they all come back from the deads and then they're zombies. Okay, I'm here for that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist. That's season two of Sex and the City meets Supernatural. Okay. Working title. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, the government admitted they made a mistake and allowed the Navajo to return to their land. So during that four-year period where everything was going bad, many have been said to turn to shape-shifting to escape their terrible conditions. Because think about it. If you don't have a lot of food, Mm -hmm. I mean, 
and you see like a wolf out there hunting rabbits or <laughs> birds <laughs> or something and they got a lot of it I mean you'd be like uh yeah I yeah I mean uh, maybe my brother I don't really like him so it's not that big of a deal if he dies or whatever people are dying anyways yeah well I mean the human brain is quite uh you know resilient mm-hmm. and as we have learned from psychology 101 People can be persuaded to do things in situations that they wouldn't normally do. Mm. So yeah, once they returned, there was their condition slightly improved, but there were still skinwalkers among them. Dun, dun, dun. And they started having trouble back on the reservation once they returned to their land. So then that started the whole accusing people of being of witchcraft, so the evil witchcraft, and they began hunting the skinwalkers. Um... So they eventually found a collection of witch artifacts wrapped in a copy of the Treaty of 1868. And then that's when shit just hit the fan. Basically. So 40 Navajo suspected witches were killed in order to restore harmony and balance for the tribe. Yeah. So they basically just had like a witch hunt. Yeah. And I think that number is more than the amount of people who were killed in the Salem witch trials. Uh, maybe. I can't I remember. Is. Let me Google. 19 were executed by hanging. Mm-hmm. So it's more than that. Yeah. It's a bigger body count. Mm-hmm. So the things people do. There's also this wonderful place called Skinwalker Ranch. Now that I have heard of. Which is in Northeast Utah. I've heard of the name of it, and I have never known anything else besides the name. Mm-hmm. And people say it in passing, and I have no idea really what it means. It's one of those things that it's too late to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. But it's, it's like when, you, when you've been introduced to someone before, mm-hmm. and someone's told you their name. And you can't ask another time. It's like that. Yes. So you just can't admit that you that you don't know. It's in that type of situation. Yeah, like I've heard the name of it before as well, but same thing, just in passing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Skinwalker Ranch, which is actually Sherman Ranch. Um, it has a history of UFOs, aliens, cattle mutilations, and crop circles now ufos skinwalker crossover maybe it sounds like a season three idea it does Mm -hmm. um so this is located near an ute indian reservation which is another tribe Mm -hmm. and they thought that the navajo put a curse on their tribe because they perceived okay. that there were some transgressions that the Ute people had done against them. And ever since then, the skinwalkers have plagued that area. Okay, so they thought they were being punished. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a movie called Squin- Squin- Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it. There's a few different, like 
there was a Skinwalker movie, which I don't think was about Skinwalkers. I read the description and it seemed more like it was like a werewolf type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Melanie, you want to know how, how to identify a Skinwalker? Yes, I need to know because I can't just run around with my eyes closed all the time, Rachel. No. Even though so, I do that a lot. No, anyway. Yeah, I do that too. I just run around and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, those, those few times we want to open our eyes, you know, and if our listeners are just not as, you know, reckless as us, mm-hmm. what can they do? So their eyes are different compared to animals. So when they're in their animal form, their eyes appear like human eyes. Mm-hmm. And when they're in human form, their eyes look more like the animal's eyes. Okay. And they also turn bright red when you shine a light on the eyes. Okay, now hold up, because, you know, when you take a picture of your cat and Mm -hmm. it shows up like bright red eyes Mm -hmm. in the dark Mm -hmm. in their picture, and you're like, what the fuck is my demon cat looking like (laughs) in this picture? Yeah. That's a little little sketchy, Rachel. Yeah, but that's just a little bit. That's just the flash, I think. I think. Are you sure? I don't know. I haven't used a flash camera sure? in, in a good, good, good many years. I have not used one. I've just been using my cell phone, Rachel. It's been a while <laughs> since I used one. But yeah, if you shine a light on them, their eyes turn bright red. So I don't know if this is like you have to take a flashlight and point it at somebody's eyes or a flash from a photo will reveal it. If that's the case, then everybody's a skinwalker because everybody has red eyes <laughs> in pictures. Oh, my. I'm going to go around and check my animals tonight. Yep. Um, they make sounds around home. So they'll knock on windows. They'll bang on your walls. They'll scrape on your roof. They'll peer through your windows as well. So cats. Kind of, yeah. So you, I just have cats. Yeah. So cats are skinwalkers, basically. It sounds like it. Um, I don't know. Cats tend, I don't think cats do this on purpose, but they'll appear in front of vehicles to cause serious accidents. That's something that they do on purpose. That sounds like an asshole cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't appear human or animal, so they're kind of like a mix between the two. Okay. And some are usually naked. Well, all animals are naked. No, they have fur on them. They're not naked. Unless you count those disgusting, hairless cats. Yes, and I know you were going there. (laughs) But (laughs) technically, all animals are naked, even if they have fur. Well, depends. Do they have a collar on or not? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> is that what we're saying <laughs> if they have a collar on they're not naked they're clothed <laughs> okay yeah i have this conversation with my dog yes <laughs> when he takes his collar off he's naked yes i have this conversation with my fur nephew bruno that i take off his collar and i'm like bruno you're naked and he just looks at <laughs> me like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so when when an animal doesn't have a collar or anything, they are naked and more likely to be a skinwalker? 
Probably. So all if you put if I put a collar on an animal that is potentially a skinwalker, it is less likely to be a skinwalker because they're not naked anymore. Sometimes they're in like ripped up shirts and jeans. Most of the time they are naked, probably with their animal fur on them. So Twilight. Yeah. They're Jacob from Twilight. Yeah. Where you so been, like- Loka? <laughs> <laughs> Where has he been all these years? Oh, no. <laughs> There's been a resurgence of Twilight on TikTok lately, and I don't know yeah. how to feel about it. <laughs> Taylor Lautner has disappeared since Twilight. Yeah, he has. I think he was in like one other movie. Yeah, I think like one or two other movies and then he just disappeared. Mm -hmm. I think Twilight sucked him into the movie and he just became one with the videotape. Like it was like a reverse ring situation. Yeah. But he can't get out. He's stuck. He's stuck. Mm -hmm. But one teenage girl sometime is gonna like kiss the right videotape and he'll come out (laughs) (laughs) and he will be free from his curse he will be free from the curse you've turned me back into a real man (laughs) he'll have aged like normal yep and you'll be like 84 (laughs) it's been 84 years (laughs) or he'll just come out and be like where you been loka but he'll be 84 saying that where you been loka (laughs) 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 we are back on our bullshit people So, some of their powers include shape-shifting, controlling creatures of the night. (gasps) Like cats. Reanimating corpses and spirits of the dead. They run faster than a car and they can jump on really high cliffs. I'm sorry, I just had like a had like a Superman moment. (laughs) You know? Faster than a speeding bullet. (laughs) I've lost my mind. You have. Are you okay? No. Okay. Just checking. If you hadn't already figured it out by Brianna and my whole (laughs) show pitching idea, which turned from a a book to I've now pitched like three seasons of a show. Yep. The CW would totally pick it up. No. Oh, the CW. 200% 200% would pick it up. They're always down yeah, for some yeah. bullshit nonsense show. CW, if you hear any of this, I will make this show. CW, I don't it. need to be a lawyer anymore. <laughs> I don't need to run payroll. It's fine. <laughs> Me and Rachel can just make shit up and you yeah. can put it on TV. Hey, mm-hmm. we're free most of the time. Send us an email, inconsistentpodcast1 at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, make sure we respond to it. Yes. I mean, I haven't responded to the last two that have been like, hey, we can monetize your podcast. And I'm like, "Mm, can you though? Mm, Can you? What do I have to do? And then one of them's like, you just have to like do these interviews. I'm like, well, we don't want to do that. We're not an interview podcast. Like, go away. Uh, We're a nonsense podcast. 
Yeah. I'm all about nonsense. Mm-hmm. This is our brand. Like nonsense. season three of this show will have UFOs. Mm-hmm. If we get the budget, CW, yes. we will have the graphics for it. We can do the UFO special effects. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Alien. Aliens fucking. We're okay with it. Can we do that on the CW or we have to go to HBO? I think we can do that on CW as long as... Okay, I think it depends. If we show the fucking, it has to be HBO. If we don't show it, we can put it on we'll the CW. We'll imply it. We'll, we'll imply it. So the CW then. Yeah. Awesome. Great. You want to read yeah. some Skinwalker stories? <laughs> know if i can read anymore rachel (laughs) it's that kind of night Mm -hmm. i think i've lost all ability to read (laughs) she's lost all ability to comprehend the english language people yes i have a degree in the english language that's the thing you have a degree in english you should be fine it should be me who's struggling (laughs) yes but it's a degree in bullshit yes technically eli agrees Yes. Good <laughs> sir. Shut thy mouth. <laughs> Leave it. Thank you. That will be all tonight. He's done. Okay. Okay. Now, where would you, where did you get this story? I found these on a random website. Oh, we didn't we didn't say to the listeners that I don't know what's up tonight. Oh yeah, Melanie don't know what I think they I think they know. <laughs> I think they figured it out. They figured it out. <laughs> so did you read any of these stories beforehand? I read the title. Okay. And tried to figure out how to pronounce this gobbledygook thing here. Okay. Yeah, so you you found them on a website on the internet, which was very specific words came out of your mouth. Yes. Right I will link it in the description. I know I said that with the fan fiction one and then I didn't. <laughs> I will actually do it this time. Yes. And we put it in the title. Consistently inconsistent. Sometimes we're not consistent yeah. with what we say. And Hence I found the title. most of my research information was from the Wikipedia page, and then there was a page about skinwalkers that I pulled stuff from. Yes, don't you know, Rachel, we need footnotes. Yes, notes. Cite my sources. I'm Citation, sorry. MLA format. No, APA, APA format. Screw your I MLA. I do MLA. Screw your MLA. I do MLA in undergrad. Your MLA. Like, not the actual shit. person, but the format, yes. Screw MLA. <laughs> <laughs> Did they catch any of that? No. The MHA and the MLAs and the (laughs) MPAs and your CPAs and everybody's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this first story is called (sighs) "Is Watching Me." Okay, so I'm gonna actually try to sound this out. It's Yanal Delushi is watching me. Mm -hmm. Or, as I would like to call it, Jim Belushi is watching me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
My grandmother on my mother's side has always been very superstitious, for lack of a better word. She's not religious, but she does believe in a lot of paranormal stuff. Like, for lack of a better word, she's not superstitious. That's the perfect word. She's a little stitious. She's a little stitious. She's superstitious. That's the perfect word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Melanie will not try to critique the story writer. Okay. This would not go down on Brianna's show. Okay. On her blog. Okay. Her mother was full-blooded Navajo and her father was Irish. Either way, she'd never been anywhere east of Montana and she grew up in Nevada. I'm getting like romance novel vibes here. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's going to be like, and her father was a potato farmer and she was living on the reservation and then they fucked like bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> Before the corn came in. <laughs> Before the corn. You know, it sounds like a romance novel. It does. It does. Okay, one year when I was in grade school, we went to visit her. Most of the visit was pretty uneventful, typical boring old people stuff except she always kept her curtains drawn shut and would always peek out the window. And when someone asked when, what she was doing, she would simply reply, you know, Delushi, that old Jim Belushi is watching me. I'm just substituting Jim Belushi in there. Sure. This went on for nearly the entire visit until a few days before we were due to leave. My grandma and then baby brother, he's 19 now, LOL. We're in the front yard that evening, planting flowers, when all of a sudden my grandmother starts shouting, insert little brother's name here. (laughs) I just picture the grandmother saying, insert little brother's name here. (laughs) Okay. It's the grandmother. Mm-hmm. insert little brother's name here get away from that creature it's not safe of course being in nevada we all assumed that my brother had found a scorpion or a rattlesnake so we all run outside to see my grandmother clutching my little brother and shaking in terror against the side of the house standing out in the yard was a large black great dane sized dog it was staring at my grandmother with an intense an intensity i'd never seen before it looked up at us, gave a little huff, and bounded off. I don't remember if it moved unusually fast or not, but do remember it had been, it had really deep yellow eyes. When my mother asked my grandmother what had happened, she kept repeating, the Jim Belushi has found me. She moved a couple weeks after that. So that was a weird doggy looking thing. Mm-hmm. big yellow eyes and looked nothing like Jim Belushi no it did not mm-hmm. so you got a story for us Rachel yeah I do so this next one is called on the res alone at night my uncle and cousin saw a large deer on the side of the road when they got closer it hopped over the fence like a bipedal man One time, driving back from Gallup, my dad saw an old Navajo woman walking on the side of the road, and when he slowed to offer her a ride, she took off into the plains quickly with inhuman speed. Once when I was a kid, my family was at my aunt's house, which is in rural secluded area, and we toyed 
when we were toyed with by a few entities. They would make animal noises, and when we looked to the direction from which the noises were coming, they would turn a flashlight on and off. The noises would come from all directions in increasing shorter succession. Usually when I'm there on the reservation visiting alone at night, I will feel the presence of evil and dread, panic and paranoia will wash over me, and all of a sudden it comes. And as sudden as it comes, it will leave. Creepy. Very creepy. Yeah, so that one there is a little more specific. Mm-hmm. Right? So they got this, like, large deer thing. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it, like, jumps over a fence, but, like... Like a man. Upright. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, gone from, like, four legs to two legs. Pretty much. And a weird, like, flashlight thingy. And then the woman on the side of the road that took off running. Yeah. And then what's up with... But what's up with the flashlight thingy? Because there's, like... I- People making animal noises Mm -hmm. in this like secluded direction. And then when they were looked over in like the storyteller, when they're looking over in that direction where the animal noises are coming from, they see the flashlight going on and off. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like what you said about how like to tell if there's um, like to check the eyes. Mm hmm. Right? So it's, like, are they trying to set a trap? I think Maybe, so. Like, trying to, like, lure people to come over to check, like, to check animals to see if they are um, uh, skinwalkers? <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> I could not get that word out. I think so. I know um, this was inspired by an episode of the Jenna and Julian podcast. Jenna, we miss you. Come back to the internet, please. Yes, please. And- they did an episode on skinwalkers and a lot of the stories they read were like they heard the skinwalker imitate like their mom's voice or their dad's voice. Oh. Mm-hmm. So they try to trick you to get you. Mm-hmm. So this one's called It Moved Like a Toy Rocking Horse. So it says my uncle is Mexican and Native American. This happened in the Mojave Desert in Southern California. He was driving around and his girlfriend late at night with his girlfriend late at night, not in his girlfriend late at night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That could, that could have been a different story altogether. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Skinwalkers just took a whole new meaning. <laughs> Skinwalkers. <laughs> okay, so they're driving around. Uncle and the girlfriend. And they saw something that looked like a huge black dog on the side of the road. He slowed down and the dog began crossing the road. Instead of walking like a normal dog would, this thing moved like a toy rocking horse. He said it stopped in the middle of the road and stared right at at them and its eyes had a red glow. My uncle is the most badass person I know and it scared the crap out of him. Now, I don't know if that's a skinwalker. But that sounds like some creepy demon shit if I've never heard it. Yeah. Like, imagine you see <laughs> something move like a rocking, a toy rocking horse. I would think that's some devil shit mm-hmm. happening. I'd be like, I need to go in the absolute opposite direction yep. right now. Because mm-hmm. that is some horror movie demonic like annabelle comes home conjuring house shit Mm -hmm. right 
I don't know if a skinwalker can move in that way, though. They might. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. But you know how, like, in in horror movies, like, kids and, like, kids' toys look the creepiest? Mm-hmm. On screen and stuff? That's yes. what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. That story. So that's what I'm kind of picturing in my head. Like, movement like that. Mm-hmm. Of, like, a rocking horse and, like, seeing something like that. So it's just... It's reminding me more of, like, possession stuff and mm-hmm. ghost, ghost demon style horror. Less, mm-hmm. like actual like a person turning into an animal mm-hmm. and more like there's like some demonic forces at work controlling something mm-hmm. but creepy creepy very creepy. creepy very creepy uh so this next one is titled they ran away on their back legs so this happened about 12 years ago my family owns a farm in the heart of an indian reservation i do just want to point out a lot of like we're saying indian reservation because that's what it's written I know technically that's not the correct term. Like, we are aware it's just these are how it's written. Yeah, um, if there's anything like a slur or anything pops up, we'll, we'll like edit out and mm-hmm. not say those. But most of this is what we are reading from that. So yeah. if there's not correct terminology, as long as it is not uh, a slur, mm-hmm. we're going to say what is written in the story. Yes. Uh, okay, so one Chris- one winter I was home for Christmas taking care of the farm while my parents were away Christmas shopping. As I was home by myself way late in the night and I hear all our cows freaking out. I knew it had to be the wild dogs that are rampant in the area. So I throw on some boots, grab a shotgun, load it up, and head out to the field. This was a perfect scenario for a horror movie. It was cloudy, but there was a full moon and it was breaking through the clouds just right to light up all the snow. I ran out into the middle of the field, and just in time, I see two dogs. They were standing up facing each other and fighting. I think, perfect, two for one. So I pump a shell into the chamber of my 12-gauge, and then it happened. The two dogs heard the rack. They both stopped, looked over at me, and ran away on their back legs. Oh, Immediately I froze and every ghost story about skinwalkers and all the other native legends I grew up with flew through my mind. Keep in mind, I'm a white guy and up until then, these were all just boogeyman stories the native kids like to tell us to scare us. That night, they became real to me. Oh, that one gave me chills. Imagine seeing a dog run away on its back legs. (laughs) It's creepy. That's very creepy. That one did give me chills, though. Mm-hmm. oh my these are some good ones mm-hmm. like they're not overly they're, they're not, not gory yeah this is kind of right. what I like about it it's very like maybe it was a trick of the eye type thing you know mm-hmm. they're they're kind of like semi-explainable mm-hmm. right like maybe it was a trick of the eye maybe it wasn't an animal Maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't the animal you were thinking of, mm-hmm. right? Because, I mean, this could have been not dogs, right? Mm-hmm. It could have been an animal that could stand on two legs. Yeah. Well, 
animals that I can't think of at the moment. Especially yep. if this man was close enough to see these two dogs potentially look straight at him. Yeah. And then turn and run. Mm-hmm. Right? Who knows? But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's potential. It's possible. It's very possible. It's very possible out there. Mm-hmm. But these these are just like little creep factor into these yes. stories. Yeah. Okay, this story is called "It Had a Dog's Body but with Human Hands and Feet." <laughs> that is quite the title. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was spending a month with my cousins at my grandma's house. It was August and my cousins' ages ranged from 10 to 15, and I was the oldest being 15. I was staying with a 10, 13, and 14-year-old. We stayed up telling scary stories often, but one night, a few weeks in, we decided to make a campfire out back. My grandma's house is in a rural suburb. The neighbors aren't too far when you're driving down the the road to her house but in the backyard it's thick forest with man-made paths through it each house is on a hill so only part of the basement was actually underground that isn't important until later though so we're towards the east side of her yard in a small patch of open land you couldn't see the neighboring yards from there and there was probably three quarters of a mile to each side of us that belonged to my grandma maybe 11 at night and we were playing truth or dare after telling scary stories and my 14 year old cousin dared me and the 13 year old to go walk through the paths for 10 minutes or so like in the woods yeah oh creepy (laughs) Ah, creepy woods at night that that is one of my one of my biggest like scary shit to me Mm -hmm. like you could not pay me enough I wouldn't do it So this one said yes right away. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) As I wasn't easily scared and rather level-headed, but my younger cousin was a bit more hesitant. We didn't bring a flashlight because it wasn't pitch dark yet. Oh, my, what? This person has no sense. (laughs) (laughs) And we can, did you make me read this one on purpose? No, I did. (laughs) You picked it. I did not. You did so. I just thought, I'll read the first one because you're going to read the background. And then some, I end up with this one, which is just like, like, oh, I won't bring a flashlight because it's not dark enough. <laughs> Why didn't you not bring a flashlight in the woods after dark? <laughs> Seems stupid. <laughs> Children in the woods after dark. Have you, did, did no one read you Hansel and Gretel? Probably not. As a let's child. <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, let's make a, a freaking way back, but out of like, a, freaking food that won't attract animals that'll eat us stupid germans (laughs) (laughs) tell us how you really feel yeah well it all started when i was two (laughs) okay and (laughs) oh we don't have time for that okay okay so we didn't bring a flashlight because it wasn't pitch dark yet and we were stupid and we couldn't see enough to not die. Okay, you could we see could enough to not die? That's enough. written there. I didn't put that in. And we yep. could see enough to not die. Yes. That is legit written there. I did not... Oh. 
<laughs> we were walking through the paths for about five minutes and could barely see the fire through the trees when we decided to turn. In the middle of the path was a large dog-like creature hunched over with its front hands, its front hands an inch from the ground. What I remember most was, was how its eyes were so fucking bright white and it was humanoid dog shaped with a human-like head, but a dog-like body, but human hands and feet. It looked right at us and I know I was paralyzed with fear as it dashed away the opposite away, way from us towards a creek that ran through the yard. Eventually my cousin and I screamed bloody effing murder and the other cousins and my grandma ran to us. Probably with flashlights because they weren't so dumb, but that's a Melanie comment. Mm -hmm. I don't remember much here because I was really disoriented and couldn't think properly without my flashlight, but did wake up in bed. So I assumed that I was brought up to the house. All the kids slept in the basement in a big room with sliding glass doors to the outside as the room was on the side that wasn't underground. My bed was pressed against a big glass window and I could see, okay, this person lost all sense of being able to punctuate a sentence at this point as well. I guess so. And I could see my cousins playing outside down below. The house is in Michigan, so it gets slightly chilly even in the end of August, and there was a slight breeze, so I put on a jacket and ran to join them outside, skipping breakfast, not wanting to miss out on anything fun. When I got down, I could tell they weren't playing, but rather running to get my grandma. Her dogs, both of them, were dead, ripped up. The night we went to bed early, I woke up at maybe two in the morning because I felt something hit my head. My cousins were all sitting on the double bed opposite me on the other side of the room. There was one bunk bed and two double beds. The double beds for me and my 14-year-old cousin. They were being quiet and staring at me. The 13-year-old nodded his head toward the window. I froze. They all looked afraid. I turned my head slightly to the side and saw a really messed up looking face pressed to the window with gaping eyes looking down at me. I screamed so fucking loud and it bolted. My grandma called the police after I told her what happened and they found nothing. I went home after that and I've never been there during the night again. Okay. That one was a trip. So what did we learn? Bring flashlights. Yes. Don't go into the woods after dark. Yes. Especially not without your goddamn flashlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's all we learned. Start punctuating your goddamn sentences, people. <laughs> Melanie has problems with this. Melanie and if is... you if you ever punctuate a sentence, okay, and if you ever write a sentence that says or you ever have a thought that says, hmm, let's not bring a flashlight because it's not dark enough yet that we won't die. You should bring a flashlight. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not dark enough that we won't die. Oh, I'm sorry. What thought is that? I want to know what they mean by it's not dark enough. We won't die. Like explain that a bit more to me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We could see enough to not die. I mean, I could breathe enough to not cry. I don't know. Mm -hmm. What else can we do? 
I could eat enough to not lie on my bed. These are all things that make like slightly not much sense together. Mm -hmm. When you put them in a sentence. (sighs) (sighs) I I didn't realize that one was going to make me so angry. (laughs) Okay. You successfully found one that made me rageful. Excellent. And not even about the story. There Just were about- two dogs that died in that story. And I'm not even mad about that. I'm mad about the fucking flashlight. And the fact that, oh, we can't take, oh, and like can't punctuate a goddamn sentence. That's what I'm really livid about at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not even at the processing of two animals dying in that story. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll get there probably in about 30 minutes. Yeah, in about 30 when minutes. This rage, when this rage just... <laughs> when the yeah. rage decides, you'll get there and you'll be like, oh my god, what? I'm so upset about that. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> we could see enough to not die so we don't need our flashlight. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Rachel, when yes. we go ghost hunting in the future... Yes. If you ever say something like that to me, I will punch you in your throat so hard. Okay. You will never breathe again. Okay, that's fine. Hypothetically, because this is recorded. I don't need to breathe. That's fine. (laughs) And then I will perform CPR on you because I know that. Okay. Hypothetically, because legally I can't say any of that. And I love you, but I wouldn't do that. I love you, too. It's fine. But I would damage property around you Mm -hmm. that's okay (sighs) so this one is called the grove um yeah i skipped number six because it's it's eh, not interesting to me did they talk about flashlights you don't want me to relive that maybe (laughs) (laughs) so this one's called the grove Um, This didn't happen to me, but a very close friend of mine. I've heard a lot about coyotes and skinwalkers and had a weird experience or two with coyotes. Creepiest was waking up to my sleeping bag being surrounded in paw prints without ever hearing them during the night. But never anything paranormal, so to speak. Uh, Patrick's story, however, kept me from going back to my favorite backcountry secret stash. He was leaving the area one morning, had been camping there a couple days, and said there was a coyote that always seemed to be close by, like in his peripheral vision, but never overt. He loaded up his truck and started to drive down the wash out to the fire road. At the end of the wash, he could see the coyote followed, following him. When he pulled onto the road, it was running next to him. Now he was freaked out, so he sped up. He said he was going 35 or so, and it was running along beside him. Definitely not possible. When he looked back, the coyote was running on two legs and was wearing what Patrick said looked like buckskin pants. (laughs) An instant later, it was a person wearing a coyote fur keeping pace with his truck. When he looked again, it was gone. We never went back to the grove after that. Oh... Yeah. That seems like a straightforward skinwalker story. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that? You can't. You can't, unless that person was lying. Mm-hmm. 
right? Unless straight up lying or hallucinating. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the only really ways to explain that. Yep. That can't be a trick of the eye. No. But also, one question. Yes. Kept me from going back to a favorite backcountry secret stash? Yes. What is a secret stash? Um, I don't know. I don't either. What is out there? You know what it is? And this is going to be influenced by the fact that I've been listening to a lot of Distractable lately. It's a stash of porn. Okay. That makes sense. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Checks out. That is why that skinwalker was chasing him. He thought he had the porn. Exactly. Because he wanted the you porn. You can't run away with my porn. No. How am I ever supposed to build up my stash again? <laughs> I don't go back into like civilization very often. He's like, I don't go to your porn and take it. <laughs> I don't I, go into your very human house and steal your shit. I don't go into your human house with your human wife and take your human <laughs> porn. <laughs> you come to my non-human place and steal my non-human stash. Yes. Huh. Okay. The next one is a long one, just to let you know. <laughs> I just read the title. okay this one the title is it was like it knew we knew what it really was sounds like a backstreets boy or nsync song it was written by my character brianna the skinwalker (laughs) (laughs) it was like it knew we knew what it really was it knew like we knew it knew that we knew that it knew that we knew it even though we just knew So, I decided to jump my bed so you guys are <laughs> Do not read it like that. <laughs> no, I won't. Okay. <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> just for that. <laughs> okay. I decided to join my bestie Karen, but, like, the wording, it's, it's it sounds like Brianna. It does. I feel like we fleshed out her character enough. Mm-hmm. I know her really well now. Yes. Mm-hmm. I decided to join my bestie Karen for a three-day stay at her grandmother's place on the res. Her grandmother lives near a place called Tuba City, Arizona. <laughs> There's a place called Tuba City? I guess so. Oh my god, it's amazing. In the middle of nowhere, but surrounded by rural home. <laughs> rural. Rural home. Jesus. Rural. All I was thinking, I was like, Tuba City, was it surrounded by French hornets? Little French horns? That's a good one. Little French horn towns? Village of Piccolos? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's... This is... This, this listeners, is completely sober Melanie. And why Melanie shall remain sober, because this is... This is the kind of nonsense that happens while she's Too much. completely sober. Too much. Yeah. Well, we go to college together, and I was kind of interested to know about Navajo tradition. The first day we stayed, it was pretty chill. 
nothing out of the ordinary, but then her grandma, not that old, around 67, said that a stray dog came out of nowhere and wouldn't leave. To me, it did act kind of strange and ugly looking. <laughs> Black shaggy coat looked like a mix between a German shepherd and a lab. That night we were watching a movie in the living room, had big windows that looked out into the front where the cars are parked, nothing fancy. With the curtains wide open, grandma was in the kitchen cooking dinner and we were watching a movie. Next to the window is a medium bookshelf and where DVDs are kept. Okay, we're, we're getting like a whole home tour. Mm -hmm. uh, Karen went to put back a DVD we had just watched, but she freaked out because that stray black dog was staring at us through the window, standing on top of the wood box outside. Not something normal dogs do from my point of view or hers. Okay, now, depends how the dog is standing. Yes. In my opinion. Especially if you have a German Shepherd. Because if mm -hmm. it is a German Shepherd mix, my German Shepherd climbs everything. <laughs> he climbs playground equipment. Like, he'll go down a slide. Mm -hmm. So, usually my dog, which is a house dog, scratches the door to be let in. Res dogs aren't house dogs, and dogs inside houses are frowned upon in Navajo tradition. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. I do know about the res dog thing, because um, I know my sister's boyfriend has a dog that he rescued from a reservation, mm -hmm. and from what he said about it, because obviously Northern Ontario, there's a lot of reservations, and yeah. what... Very cold weather. Yeah, and what they've said is they kind of just let the dogs roam and they end up being like, um, like they kind of turn into wild dogs in a sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That could be problematic. Yeah. And his, he said a lot of them are mixed. They're like primarily either Husky or German Shepherd and then mixed with something else. Mm -hmm. So these res dogs are meant to protect the house and the owner the other dogs seem to stay away from it. Uh, the stray dog that's mm -hmm. looking at the window. Uh, Karen opened the door and yelled at it to get off the box. It ran off behind the shed. We went to Tuba City to get some groceries. Came back to the house. The dog was nowhere to be seen. Nothing unusual. Grandma went to visit some people, so it was just Karen and I. About five o'clock, we heard someone trying to open the door. Both of us looked out since there had been no car heard and no dogs barking. Looking out the living room window to the door and there was the dog trying to open the door with its two paws. Two paws wrapped around the brass doorknob standing on its hind legs. That's interesting. Though mm -hmm. so not 100% like sold that it's a skinwalker. Mm-hmm could just be a smart dog it could be some dogs are too smart for their own good thought that was weird but wasn't really freaked out yet so this person seems pretty skeptical that's writing this mm -hmm. but karen was freaked out apparently so she opened the door and chased it off oh they're not freaked out enough apparently to chase off the dog yeah uh grandma came back later and karen told her grandma didn't like what she heard got ready to they got ready to sleep. We slept in spare rooms since they had two beds. 
one window with curtains that opened a little. We turned off the light, but there was a sound coming from on top of the roof. Pitter-patter footsteps and scratching sounds and panting. It then sounded like it jumped off onto the large plastic water barrel they had. At first we heard what sounded like barking, but as it grew louder, the other dogs seemed to be barking at something also. But all of a sudden, something was running around the house barking, and it was no dog. Nope, it wasn't. This barking sounded human, a deep male voice barking like it knew that we knew it wasn't a dog. Woof, 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 rough, 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 rough. Just exactly like that, adding the W's, R's, and A's. Then panting again by the window, and we started freaking out. Started? Only just now? <laughs> yeah, you started? Yeah. Yeah, you've done a great job at giving us a, a great home tour here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen decided to, in my opinion, <laughs> it says, Karen decided to, bracket, in my opinion was stupid, bracket, open the curtains to look out. I love mm-hmm. how they took the time to not make this fit in the sentence, but clearly point out that they think Karen is a goddamn idiot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So do I. So Karen decided to open the curtains to look out. There was a stray dog on its hind legs looking into our bedroom, but this time it stunk and and what I thought were two black holes in the neck. Another pair of eyes twinkled. Think of those ugly glossy spider eyes staring at you. And the paws were deformed looking hands with overgrown somewhat thick and sharp fingernails. Again, both screaming and shutting the curtains closed grandma came running through the door and seeing it first thing she did was grab ashes from the fireplace load three shells into the shotgun from under her bed blessed herself in navajo and went outside to shoot it yelling in navajo about how the thing wasn't welcome there and to get the hell out of there for it to go linger somewhere else then both being traditional the next day they called a medicine man to come over and put cedar in He prayed over everyone with cedar smoke, and an eagle feather blessed the place. Made us eat bitter herbs called eagle's gall or something, and gave me an arrowhead. Apparently, I needed to carry one for protection, and a little pouch called corn pollen. Seems to work pretty well. The medicine man said that the dog was a skinwalker, which in Navajo is a long word, but I call them Yoshis. The body of the stray dog which was killed by the skinwalker, made an illusion so we wouldn't know it wasn't a real dog. He also said that Yoshis tend to harm people by using some sort of human bone straw to spit at someone. Think spitballs only deadlier and get human bones into them. Doctors can't detect it, but the medicine man that day pulled a piece of human skull out of grandma's right shoulder. Pretty big, about two inches long and one centimeter thick. It was real because we watched him pull it out of her. That was intense. So, so. those are some extra things that we didn't really know. Um, like in the research you did that popped up. Like no. About the cedar. That wasn't mentioned. It wasn't. Nope. Uh, and same with the eagle feather and the eating mm-hmm. the herbs. That wasn't mentioned at all. I've heard something about an arrow's head that for protection before mm-hmm. in Native American tradition. Okay, so, I've never heard that. 
I don't know much about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Really only the little bit of stuff that I know through looking into stuff like Wendigos, Skinwalkers, mm-hmm. looking into the urban legend type of things. Mm-hmm. Really. I don't really know much in kind of practical sense, more in a I just have a interest in the spooky. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the, that knowledge just decides to stick for whatever reason. Yeah. No, that I get. You kind of just, mm-hmm. yeah. That one, I think I would be, if I was a skeptic, which I am not, as we have previously discussed, I would and be I inclined to believe that because they gave a lot of detail. They did. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of the detail was about the house. Still. Yeah, the house is now on the market if you'd like to buy it. (laughs) Yes. I'm more, I shouldn't even say I'm that much of a skeptic Mm because it's not even that I'm a skeptic. I'm more like, it's like agnostic, Mm -hmm. right? I'm more just like, I'm, I'm just not a decision maker of a person. I'm more like, I'm... I'm just kind of satisfied to sit on the fence with things Mm -hmm. and just kind of be satisfied to sit in the unknown Mm -hmm. and be like, I don't fucking know. You know, I don't know if that exists. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know if it does. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with it. And if, you know, something pops up and shows me that it does. Cool. I'll take that into account. (laughs) but I'm fine not to Mm -hmm. and I'll just appreciate it for like the stories that it is as like entertainment value Mm -hmm. now like I enjoy listening to these things and I like that I like spooky stuff Mm -hmm. for the entertainment of it and I like the weird and the wacky and the wonderful Mm -hmm. but I can appreciate it no matter if it's if it's uh fact or fiction mm-hmm. does that make sense that does make sense yeah mm-hmm. I definitely I think I consider myself um spiritual if that makes sense mm-hmm. um so like I believe a lot of this stuff and you know I believe that there is something probably after we die mm-hmm. and that type of thing and like I do think there's maybe some concept of heaven and hell but yeah we're not going to get into religion because people will probably <laughs> come at us. For... I mean, hey, we can on an episode. We could. We very well could. Because I just, I, I am in the unknown on that as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm comfortable with it. Okay. Um, this is the last one. And this one kind of like when I skimmed it, it gave me some shivers. Ooh. Okay. All right. So the title of this one is I Need to Get This Off My Chest. So this happened to me eight years ago, but surely something I'll always remember. My grandfather had made it clear that I should never talk about what we've experienced and I should just forget it ever happened. Uh oh. But I feel like I won't ever let go of this memory if I wouldn't be able to release it. So anyways, I was 11 at that time. It was summer, and usually we visit our vacation house, which I'd say is pretty secluded. 
We don't have any close neighbors and the house is literally in the middle of the woods. I never disliked going there as it's close to a river with a waterfall. This person needs also needs to work on punctuation. Anyways, which by the way, looks straight up from the Garden of Eve. Um, my parents let me stay in the house with my grandpa as my mom and dad have business trips, but I remember them promising they'll follow as soon as they get back from their trip. My grandpa picked me up around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. The drive was around three hours. Evening arrived and we were just halfway through because a major car crash, we were stuck in traffic for a long time. We almost finished 10 radio dramas while waiting through the traffic. We were finally driving up the mountains, which means we're close to, we're close to home. Oh my God, punctuation. Right? It makes it very hard to read the story. It does, but the road is insanely dark and covered in trees. There were some parts of the road where it looked like we're driving through tunnels as the tree branches were covering the sky. A loud thud broke the silence between the two of us. My grandpa had hit a big rock that was sitting in the middle of the road. Like someone intentionally put it there to cause an inconvenience. This caused the car to smoke and it turns out that our clutch overheated. My grandpa decided that we spend the night in the car as he was very tired and he was not good at driving in the dark. I was also really tired, so I was ready to fall asleep. My grandpa said that he'll get his pillow and flashlight at the compartment of the car. I was listening to him move and arrange our stuff, and then I fell asleep. I wasn't sure how long I had been sleeping, but I got woken up from a sound of scratching under the car. Like someone has a rock and was writing something under the car. I was 100% sure that I'm going to forget it and just sleep. But as I wander my eyes, I saw one small dash of light in this dark-ass road. It was my grandpa facing a tree, pointing his flashlight in the total black of nothingness. I thought he also heard the scratching sound and was looking, and he was looking for it. I was about to get out of the car and call him. Call him to get back in the car because I'm scared shitless. So this guy's hearing this, like the kid is hearing the scratching underneath the car. Mm -hmm. can't get to sleep but he doesn't hear the grandfather get out of the car apparently he didn't hear the grand i guess depends on how sound you sleep how but he he couldn't get to sleep because of the scratching no he ended up falling asleep while his grandpa was getting the stuff and got woken up by the scratching oh okay yeah okay okay um yeah so i called him to get back in the car because i'm scared shitless Suddenly, I notice that his neck is unusually long and has a patch of hair running through his whole neck. I knew something fucked up was going on, so I started observing and looking around the car. I panicked, and there I see my grandpa, covered in blankets, sleeping at the back of the car. I quickly woke him up and told him what I saw. He quickly dismissed it, saying that maybe I was just dreaming or I was just tired. But I knew he was also scared from what I just told him, and he tried to stay calm so I wouldn't panic. Just a few minutes later, the scratches were back and it got louder. There was also thudding under the car, like someone was smashing their hands under the car. I was panicking, my eyes filled with tears, where my vision were all blurry and my head hurting from all the anxiety. My grandpa heard all of this. This time he was awake and more alert. He said there might be squirrels or rabbits under the car. And he'll go check it out, which I quickly oppose as I've seen the stuff on horror movies and it never goes well. Very true. 
Mm-hmm. No one separates. No one separates. And I was also so scared to be left in the car for just a second. As soon as he opened the door, the flashlight where whatever the thing was I saw in the woods lit. I was so fucking scared. It was laying on the floor. The, the light was facing our car. Then I heard the scariest sound I ever heard in my life. It was my mom's voice singing, but we both knew that whatever that thing was isn't my mama. The voice sounded disgusting and distorted. The voice was stringy, and it sounded like it was pretending and trying to imitate human language. The voice lasted for a minute, and the last part sounded so terrifying as it sounded like it's shrieking from pain, but almost laughing at the same time. He closed the door, locked all of it, and sat in the driver's seat. He was shaking. We shared an eye contact. He was so pale and looked so fucking terrified. We were both sitting in pure fear and silence as the radio signal isn't that clear around that area. That night, we drove back home and always told me to forget everything that happened and pray every night. That one was creepy. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he opened the door, though. Dumbass move. Right? Don't open the door. All you have is a flashlight, stupid. What are you going to do? Flash them to death? Yes. They're going to just, like, flash them their titties. (laughs) No. (laughs) I will flash you with light and my titties. Oh! Double whammy. Yes. Double Ds. (laughs) The thing that got me with that one is the mom's voice. Yeah. And that's some of the ones that I've heard is like, they'll hear someone say, they'll hear someone say something and then it will be like, they'll hear them on the other side of the room and then they'll hear them behind and be like, wait a minute, weren't you just there? And they're like, no, I've been here the whole time. And you're like, (laughs) that mocking, that mimicry, Mm -hmm. that voices that you know. Yeah. There are other, um, other types of like supernatural beings that do that too right mm-hmm. I can't think of anything but there's something can you think of what I'm talking about yes I know what you're talking about I think um if there's like spirits that do that there's Isn't something the Wendigo? Is... no it's not oh yeah the Wendigo does that yeah and I think there's, like, some ghosts that also do that. I mean, demons tend to do that. If you're messing yeah. around with, like, Ouija boards and stuff, they'll try to, like, pretend there's something so they can yeah. let you think they're trusting and you can come in. Yeah. And there's also, like, the mocking of, like, the Holy Trinity and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, like, the specific of, like, mocking of, like, the human voice of, like, someone you know. Mm-hmm. I think the Wendigo is also something that does that yeah i think so too but yeah that that was a creepy one it would have been even better had the person used punctuation yes because that was actually really hard to read (laughs) and i know i shit on you for like making fun of people and stuff but like i i get it now it's it's hard to read it is it makes it hard to read because it takes you out of the story Mm mm-hmm Right? It makes it harder to read and you don't know when to breathe when you're trying to, to say it and yeah. then you're tongue-tied and you don't know where a sentence starts or ends mm-hmm. or how to phrase it. Yeah. Yeah. 
so you don't know what you're freaking saying and then how are you how do you gonna how are you gonna tell a story like that to punctuate your stories no matter what you want them to be Mm -hmm. you want a sexy story punctuate it you want a scary story punctuate it you want a sexy scary story punctuate it you want a cryptid sexy scary story punctuate it you want a three season run on cw with your cryptid sex in the city story punctuated (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's some skinwalker stuff that's it that's it that's all we got for you today that's all we wrote that's that's all we wrote that's all we said Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so melanie where can they find us they can't okay Well, they can definitely leave us a five-star review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. That would definitely help. It would. Yeah. And they can find us at Inconsistent Podcast One on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Inconsistently Consistent Podcasts, something on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yep. And if they want to send us an email... They can send it to inconsistentpodcast1 at gmail.com. Yeah, listeners, if you have any creepy stories, whether they're skinwalker related or just creepy in general, send them our way. Mm-hmm. And maybe and we'll read you, some. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, if you want to tell Rachel about how she should, you know, have more flexibility in terms of the people she lets into her life and how they should definitely have you know peg-legged people are people too okay (laughs) and how she should really expand her views yes okay sure (laughs) and also listeners if you haven't seen our instagram or facebook post what are you doing with your life but also we are starting a new segment called movie watch it's not just a segment it's a whole recurring episode yeah so at the end of monthly we're gonna have a movie that we're gonna watch it could be one that i've seen one that melanie's seen one that neither of us have seen and we're gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about it on the podcast Mm -hmm. for april the, the last friday of every month yeah and for april we're doing deadpool Yes, because Melanie has seen Deadpool, and Rachel has seen Deadpool, and I love it, and she hates it. And also, it's Melanie's birthday at the end of the month, and yes, so this and is going to be... my birthday, what I want to do on April 29th, on my 29th birthday, I said, I will torture Rachel by making her love Deadpool. Yes. Yes. So if you want to join us on the 29th for some Deadpool talk, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it so you can know what we're talking about, do that. If you don't, don't listen because it's going to have spoilers. And I think that's going to go without saying that all these movie watch episodes are going to have spoilers. And if you haven't seen Deadpool by now, where have you been? They've been under a rock. Yeah. They've been been under this long. Yeah, really, though. 
Some of the movies we're going to do have been out for a while. So there's kind of like, if you haven't seen it and you listen to it, that's on you. Yeah. And in the future, when we do these movie watch episodes, we may do uh, watch episodes and movies that you suggest. So if you'd like to suggest movies for these movie watches, feel free to send us those through all the other things I've already said that you could send those to. Because I'm not going to say them again. Nope. You can message us on Instagram. You can send us a Facebook message. Send us an email if you want. There's a movie out there that you like and you want us to watch and react to. Send it to us and we will. And if you have a just a burning question to ask us and think they won't answer that, send it to us. I bet we'll ask, answer it. I bet we will. Unless mm-hmm. it's a stupid question, then we won't. Eh, I don't know. Eh, we might just for fun. Yeah depends yeah this is like what's your social insurance number what's your tax return for 2020 i don't know i don't know either i mean i could find out but i won't tell you that (laughs) what is or what's that person you keep referencing rachel in some of your stories i won't tell you that either dude not dude the other one the milkman yes I've called him that. I don't think I've called him that on the podcast yet. That's the name I'm giving to him. I won't tell you. So good luck, listeners. And okay. And good night. That, you know, you might have some skinwalkers in your life. So just be on the lookout. Yeah. Keep your eyes closed. And also be on the lookout at the same time. Try that. You both have one eye open when I close. Bye. Flash them flashlights and titties. Yep. Bye. (laughs) I I don't know what I'm fucking saying.